Taco Moto. So you've heard us talk about Taco Mike on the show. He's been a guest host a few times. Taco Moto Co., that's how you find him on the web, sells a lot of the kind of cool and unique tuning products that you need to get your emissions-compliant bike running up to snuff. So if you have questions, he has answers, and he can also sell you the stuff. So if we can't answer the question here, which we hope we can, maybe he can answer the question over there, and he can also sell you the parts that you might need to get your especially KTM or Husky dual sport bike uh, running like a champ. Anyways, it's tacomoto.co. With Jimmy and Trevor in Portland International Airport and Matt and Logan in Pahrump, we talk about clutch cables and their how they get stiff, KTM reliability, GYTR head information, foot peg design, and suspension service when you should do it and how long is too long. So now here's the show. All right. So live from Pahrump, it's uh, Tech Talk Taco Tuesday with, uh, with your hosts, uh, Matt Mattoon. And Logan Tyler. And we have a special guest on today. You might have heard of him before. Um, his name is Jimmy Lewis. He's uh, calling in on a Zoom call from uh, Oregon, right? I'm, I'm hiding behind a mask because I'm in an airport. <laughs> and you're having a good time, right? I, 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 well, I rode dirt bikes for the last two days, so that can't be too bad. Hey, we, we got Trevor here. Too. He's, he's wearing a mask. Honda mask. He's got a Honda there mask on. He's, he's not being brand loyal here. <laughs> oh, really? Really? Yeah. Well, we do have some questions about uh, his brand of choice, so we can't oh, get his into brand those, of choice. My brand yeah. Yeah. Brand. People, can you hear him okay? Yeah, I can hear him just fine, actually. Okay. Wanna, yeah. Yeah. So this might actually work out better than, than we even thought. So, uh, yeah, cause this is, uh, this is our first time doing this. Yes. So, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. Just remember you're doing a podcast and you have to keep talking. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, don't expect don't me to help you out here. Hey, you want to see video of me riding the bike? <laughs> oh, where do they go? They're the same people. Yeah. We can't talk about it that much okay yeah yeah i heard yeah you can't talk about the bike but you can post about it but you can't talk about it specifically okay. right yeah no we can we can show we can show videos of it right yeah. we can show videos that we just can't give you like specific information on exactly how it works because those are uh, technically embargoed uh a little bit for till what thursday morning thursday morning, thursday morning at nine o'clock so right okay. after you go see what all the other guys say you can see what we say and then you'll know our impression was the best one. Okay. I got it. Got it. Uh, George, let me know if the volume is, I turned it up a little bit. Let me know if it's, if it's better or not. Apparently, we, apparently I'm too quiet. The exact opposite of the problem we were having before. <laughs> yeah. So. You can see pictures of me eating a banana on the internet. So if that interests you, I, I did see that. No, there, there was an interesting little caption about it too. So, yeah, you got to be careful of meeting banana. What, what was that whole thing about? Just can't be eating a banana. You're just eating a banana. At okay. least it wasn't like a beer. Right, right. Well, it was, it was at a uh, it was at a uh, media event, right? So you can't drink beer there, right? No. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. Well, I'll have you know that uh, I did resist the temptation to break into your tequila for the show tonight, since I'm in your spot. And Ooh. the tequila is looking really lonely right now, but I, I did resist the urge. 
That's that's good. You got to keep everything on point. You know, it's your, your, your job is a lot tougher now. You're multitasking. Hey, the studio looks really good on the screen. I never get to see this. I'm usually on the other side. Logan, uh, set up these lights and then, um, I put in a little input on them as well. So, uh, I think, uh, see, see what happens when you just leave Logan and I to it. It just, it, everything turns to gold. We come up with, it gets better. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What's your, do you guys have a segment or something? Well, we do have, uh, you know, when, once you have to get off the show, we do have, uh, our own little rooster endo segment we're going to do. Um, and then if the people want it, uh, cause we, we do, you know, we do cater to our audience. We can tell some stories about the, we do have some stories we can share. Since I'm not there, their yeah. stories, like they're, they're about me, right? Uh, they could be about you now that I think about it. No, we yeah. were going to make it a little <laughs> bit more recent, more current news. You know, we talk Ooh. about the Alpine star gear and show and how I almost showed up two hours early with, with, because <laughs> you were excited. It was a new thing. Well, I, I was excited, but also the GPS, uh, I looked at the GPS the night before and it said four and a half hours. I thought it was just four and a half hours without traffic. Well, it turns out that was four and a half hours with traffic the night before. So when I went and picked up Logan, it went from four and a half hours to four hours. And I was like, oh, well, I might as well just, just go anyway. So we, uh, we made like a, how long of a stop at Chaparral? Like 30 oh. to 45 minutes? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we made, we made a good stop at Chaparral to try and pass the time. But we still ended up showing up at the event, I think, over an hour, maybe hour and a half early. Uh, yeah, at three o'clock. Yeah, yeah. So it was, and then uh, and then and then you really. geeked out on the bikes that were there and all the stuff. Well, yeah, we we were geeking. I was geeking out over the cake bikes. I really wanted to try one, but they they weren't doing demos because they said it was only the uh, the the bikes they'd brought weren't for the motor. They weren't for motocross, so they were just there to kind of like show what what they were all about. The one guy said I can uh, I can message him and he would want to he he could set me up with a demo, but I didn't really. I didn't really kind of believe him at the time. <laughs> so you didn't do any parking lot roosting? <laughs> no parking lot roosting. No, not in the mom car. No. Right. Did you did you tell anybody what this show is about? Like what the what did you introduce Tech Talk Taco Tuesday properly? Because like you, you guys are claiming you've got it on point there. And yeah, I still yeah. don't I still have been listening to the show and we've talked about like driving, um, going to Chaparral, cake. We don't even know what cake is. Yeah, the, the and, electric dirt bikes electric dirt bikes yeah okay new format and and we we, everybody wants me to talk about what i can't talk about which i might talk about but they'll have to watch later but this what logan what's this show about dirt bikes and dirt bike related products there we go that's good glad i knew yeah now now trevor knows what show he's on okay okay this show he's he was on a couple weeks ago he now knows what it's about well he was just you know, playing confused. confused devil's advocate here. We're so what we want. We want the segment of where you get our delayed plane here earlier, so I can get my ass back to the stupid hot desert, and uh, and uh, you know, so I can sleep in my own bed tonight. That'd be really good for me. Yeah. Well, you you know, if, if you could talk to the pilot, there is that airport, you know, by the chicken ranch, so they can probably land you <laughs> a little closer to your house. I'll jump out of the damn plane at that point. But first, you, you sure have to that, get. We that have to runway get looks like it's in prime condition. No, there's some potholes in that thing, bro. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, uh, okay. So you guys have your segments. Um, what else do we? Um, Logan, like, what yeah. if I wanted a beer right now? Uh, 
we got no peanut gallery, so <laughs> I would yeah. have to grab it. There, yeah, there's no live studio audience. Dude, like, was eight seventy five? It's pretty expensive. Yeah, Trevor's broke now because I made him buy me a beer. And we're at an airport, buy, so why didn't you buy your own beer? Because they they, you, they have these apps that you have to use. Like you can't they, they can't show you a map napkin because it's like you could get contaminated from it, and so you have to scan it. And this is beyond my technical know how. Uh-huh. Like so, he had to do all that. Okay. okay, you can't even pay with money. You have to pay with a like with an app now. Some, Something like that. So, really, I'm the Asian kid. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Yeah, I had the Asian kid take care of it. Uh, even though he can't program a ECU on a motorcycle. Nope. Yeah, I That's can handle right. that. Sorry, right. I struggle with that too, Trevor. Hey, do we do we have any chats or anything going on? Or we do have this... some chats actually. There's a uh, one yep. guy asking about. Uh, he said we should talk about Triumphs. Um, MFHY Moto Channel said you guys should we should drink more. Oh, well, Victor. I can't. Okay, so so right now you got to some through some sort of digital app, send money to the Portland airport, and then I'll go get a beer. What's what's their PayPal? What's their Venmo? <laughs> uh, Trevor Hunter two two four. Okay, there we go. Everyone should just tr- send send it to him, and then uh, yeah, then there we go. We'll, we'll buy you I drinks mean, and stuff. Yeah, don't they have don't they have like waitress service here or something? Sure, if you had the money, they could. Yeah. So okay, let's let's uh, let's get into the questions. Okay, what we got going. So Logan, um, yeah, on the dirt bike Instagram post, J.K. Jerome, you might not be able to answer this one, but how does it feel on the bottom end of some bike? Of some bike. Yeah. Good. It, actually, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll answer the question. The easiest question to answer on that whole thing is like, read what we wrote and in the, in on dirt bike tests on the website, go, go to dirtbiketest.com, see the preview that we wrote, what we call it a preview or a, um, if George is out there, he can probably, you know, put that link up someplace. Um, who actually does the link? George is the one that's always putting the links up, right? Yeah. Yeah. So George, so. George will put the link up. He's probably laughing at me right now. Cause like, he's like, Haha, you have to wear a mask, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, go read that. And the places where I say allegedly and claimed and stuff like that. Okay. Cause, cause this is the stuff that they claimed. It's good. They did that stuff. So when they talk about something claimed horsepower increase, claimed torque, claimed weight, fuel, claimed everything, uh, their their mm-hmm. claims are are have been verified by people. Yeah, by certain people. Okay, okay. By, pe- by certain people. Allegedly. Got it. Got it. So it wasn't just a spec sheet, and it, it actually was pretty pretty spot on. There, yeah, the stuff that they. I mean, usually they overshoot that stuff. You know, uh-huh. a lot of times. Um, but no, I think they, uh, yeah, the, the, the claims the the, if, if someone were to have ridden the bike for the last two days mm-hmm. and put how many, seven hours on it, 6.9, 6.9 hours on that bike. Um, they would probably say, I guess, I mean, on Thursday morning, they'll tell you everything. They would probably say that, that, it, that the claims are substantiated. Okay. Does that, does that answer the question, Logan? Um, I are we getting, so. are we getting thumbs ups? That's all, all I wanted. I want to see thumbs up flying off the screen. Well, Mike P did say awesome. And then, awesome. um, MFHY Moto channel did say he enjoyed the, uh, the beta ride. So, 
Yeah. I, See, I, this I is, almost, yeah. Oh wow, you're <laughs> you're looking at yourself. Yeah, wow. that's that's what we're doing here. Okay, there this the, the thumbs up things. Look at that. Look <laughs> at them right there. Look at that. Thanks, guys. Yeah, we that's you, our whole life right there. If, yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm learning hosting and producing is is there's a lot going on here because I, I have almost the same amount of monitors in front of me. <laughs> right. It's fan. It's but we're doing good. It's actually it's actually pretty fun. It brings a whole new element to it. Yeah, this this place is almost like a library, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's like all quiet here. We're the noisiest people in the place. So, oh, yeah. okay, next next question. Um Rowdy Smith underscore four seven two. Does it give the Yamaha a run for its money? Thursday. There'll be a video, right? Yes. Yeah. We 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 touched on that. Okay, because that that was something I was wondering myself actually. So that's that's what that's what everybody's going to wonder. And here's the thing: it's like, so when you go to these inter- introductions and stuff, and you're riding only one bike, and at this case, uh, at a track that you're not super familiar with, different traction, mm-hmm. different everything, um, you can't. You know, you can kind of speculate, but you can't actually say right then and there, this is the way it is. And this is, you know, you have an idea, mm-hmm. but unless you have those two bikes, that's what I always say about testing, unless you had those two bikes, the same track, same location, you know, um, same day is better than different days, but, you know, having experience on those, on the, on the, the two different bikes you're comparing so you can compare them and, you know, we can all speculate and do stuff, but it, it, it's, yeah, you need to, you need to, have a yeah can't do you can't do a comparison without doing a comparison without having back to back you know i'll tell you something else i'll tell you something this is this is uh truth somebody should ask me about like um how fast i was at the track you know if they ask me about how fast i was at i'll drop some info that's just going to be mind-boggling oh, i'm not well, gonna lie yeah well i, I don't so want to hear about you i just want to hear yeah, about he's, the bike he's, 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 he's mind-blowing actually we possess some video that we may or may not be able to I think we're going to, I think it might get leaked on accident on accident. Yeah. Well, nobody when, told me I couldn't. I hate when that happens. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Right. We know a plumber to fix leaks, but <laughs> I don't know if we want to fix this one. Right. Uh, yeah. okay. Next. Um, Damon, <laughs> so Damon underscore Ross underscore two. How, how is the power delivery? Does it have good bottom end? Read the press release. Yes. Read the press release. Okay. We're not answering. They answered the questions before we even rode the bike. That's true. Yeah. Very so we're, true. we're, we're totally treading on pretty good water here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Gisola. Uh, Gisola. How's the clutch feel with it being a cable? Um, that's kind of specific about something, but like so, it feels I mean, like it a, doesn't have to it, be about this bike, does it? I mean, any any clutch, oh, can have any cable clutch, right? Right. Yeah. It feels like it feels like. Let's just say if you had a bike that had like a good clutch, mm-hmm. and you didn't care how it was activated. Yeah. You know, it d- doesn't matter. It could be activated by like, you know, little fairies that, that fly between your fingers and the clutch magically and they do it all. Or uh-huh. maybe it's, maybe it's, there's a giant chain 
that goes from like your clutch hand down there. It like, but it doesn't matter what the activation is. It's the clutch is good. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I hope not. <laughs> you kind of lost me a little bit, but I'm also keeping up with the chat. Right. Yeah. Right. It's okay. It's okay. I like cable clutches myself. I had no problems with any cable clutches in the last 48 hours. Nope. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, I would like to throw in that uh, Heather Lewis did uh, did ask, uh, uh, were, uh, you were as fast as an old man on a Honda? Um, I was fat. Old. No, I'm the old man. I was riding a Honda. Who's... I didn't get the question. So she wants to know how fast her husband is. Uh, I think she wants to know how fast the old man was. Oh, that's me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think it's one of the same. Like I passed some pretty big names today. Like okay. the only guy I didn't pass today was Trey Kennard. And cause that was, he was, cause he was out there, you know, cause he helped with development stuff. And the only reason I didn't pass him is cause he wouldn't suit up and ride today. Yeah. Yeah. True. Absolutely true. Okay. Yeah. There were some other big names out there and I, I mean, I blew by, like they were on the, they were on the track and they were pinning it. And I had a lot more in the tank. Were were you on the four, were you on a four fifty at that point or. Oh, you think that would help? (laughs) Eh, Might a little bit. According to people on the, on forums, it does. Oh, I was on two. I was, the, the only bike I rode was the, the the bike that we're not talking about. Okay, got it, got it. Sounds good. Cool. But I did blow some people's doors off. Did you crash got, by crashing into got, them? Or nope, <laughs> nope. Okay. Okay. <laughs> good, good guess though. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I know how you were holding off Eli Tomac at uh on right. Tuesday, it's so. it's that's this is the way things work. You okay. should this should it should be expected. Right. Right. Got it. <laughs> Um, some dude said, I've heard red bikes for motocross bikes referred to as vanilla ice cream before good for everyone, but not the best for anyone. Is that something you would say about the, whatever I rode? Yeah. Whatever you rode. Like everybody kind of likes, like generally everybody likes vanilla, right? Everybody likes it, but maybe it's not super exciting. But I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's vanilla anymore. No. 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 Yeah. Are, are we talking like Rocky Road or just like chocolate? No, it's not Rocky like? Road. Okay. Not Rocky Road. What's a really good flavor? Um, you know, like, like we'll, we'll just go buy ice cream. Bam, it's like uh, you know Ben and Jerry's. Ben Jerry's is like really good, and we'll just do like uh, generic ice cream as like uh, high grade, high grade ice cream. Whatever the most popular flavor is, it's good. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I don't know. I think my my favorite is half baked, so we can just go with that then. <laughs> um, KTM three ninety build video. Phil G, I've had a three nine. I mean nine ninety adventure, eleven ninety. Got down to a GS six fifty GS, G six fifty GS, Centero, or, and Sierra F two fifty L. After this, after watch, watching this video, I understand the quirks of this bike, and they can be fixed. Now I can consider buy, buying one. Thanks for the video. 
No BS talk straight to what really needs to be done. Hey Logan, were you were you paying attention on the 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 what did we do that two, that question two shows ago maybe? Yeah. Were you were you sleeping on that show or are you reading off the notes from the show two two shows ago? Um, it could have been one that got picked up from two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. So I so. Oh, so the, I, I think so, I, I failed in screening these questions. Oh, I was the one who put these together. Hey Matt, no. if you were giving Logan a, a grade, like he'd get, he'd get an, what would, what would he get for like a, he'd get good at attendance, right? His attendance grade would be good. Yeah. 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 But his, his performance grade would be kind of like mediocre or bad. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I set him up. I, I put these questions together and I thought oh. I had screened through the last few shows. So, so, uh, the, the jury's still out on his grade, but for, then, for me, for putting the then, questions together, my grade's not good. I, I think my grade's what my uh, GPA was in high school right now. <laughs> right. Well, you guys are both getting your dirt bikes taken away from you. Till this, till this, till this improves. This has to improve or your, thinking, your dirt bikes are getting taken away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, give um, me a new question. <laughs> Do you notice this mask is making me infuriated? <laughs> yeah a little bit deers Dude, from the, the 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 mass cops might come by i gotta be careful um deers from dbt your first part of this video made me consider this 390 adventure i ordered one and might get it in two weeks no, nevertheless ktm reliability is a matter of discuss all over the internet what has been your experience regarding reliability of this model? Any recommendations? I can still change for a Japanese brand. I'd not go for BMW. My mechanic, a former BMW mechanic, recommended me to stay away from recent BMW models. Okay, so again, um, uh, hope, hopefully we don't have a lot of repeat uh, customers on the show because <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I'm going to say that. So I want, so um, you, you, you guys should answer this question based on within like um, a 200 foot radius of where you guys are sitting right now. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of different motorcycles. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, a lot of them are what? <laughs> a lot of KTMs. Yeah. A lot of them, right? Right. Yeah. And pretty much everyone's there runs. Logan, when were you born? What year? Oh, five. Okay. So, so about six of those bikes I'm guessing are older than you and they still run. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some of them are from last year and they still run. Right, right. right. We, yeah, we 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 ride them hard. Yeah, we maintain them as needed. Nothing special. Yep. Um. So, I would say that our experience is that that what he's worried about is not something to worry about. I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Especially so, with that bike, like 
that one there there's only been what the, the display issues and everything else has been fine yeah we have one of those that that you guys have both ridden yeah and yeah. it's it's the only yeah the display is the only thing that's been a little bit of an issue and uh yeah but um the only the only one the only thinking of the all the ktms there the only ones that aren't running or the one the one that i took apart because it had 800 hours on it mm-hmm. and i'm waiting for the cylinder to come back and the other one is my old 950 that has a hundred thousand miles on it or more and the battery's dead because i don't ride it enough <laughs> so um my and and i i would say the same for almost almost any other brand you you know if you maintain a bike and take care of it you're not going to have any problems with it but if you read the internet you should probably just stop riding yeah because everything's gonna break because all you know everybody runs and bad news travels fast right right travels faster the good news and i mean my uh my, my uncle use uh his uh 04 or 03 450 still runs just fine yeah the ktm yeah. exe so but you know now they're making them out of now they're making them out of um what paper mache mm-hmm. yeah the entire engines are made out of paper mache so you can't, you know, cause that's cheaper, <laughs> less right, weight, right. less weight too. Yeah. And they blow up a lot easier apparently according to the internet. Yeah. Because we all know everything on the internet's true. Like 95% of it at least. Right. Right. I believe everything I read in there. So cool. Uh, Polo 40, 40. Why didn't you change the ugly scooter? like exhaust and manifold also no changes to the suspension how many horsepower and torque did you gain so that's on the 390 also right yes. right right i mostly so put why? in there for the uh scooter exhaust and manifold quite <laughs> part about that because i'm not sure if i necessarily agree with them on that one well i mean the 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 so why didn't we replace it because that's that's an easy way to you know kind of you know boost the power to a certain extent but you know, you have to do some tuning. You can't just pluck the exhaust off of anything and put something else on. And especially on an emissions bike. And right. frankly, I, I think the thing actually runs pretty good and I didn't want it to be obnoxiously loud. And I've seen some systems on, on uh, the, the Dukes. I've never really seen one on an adventure bike, but they were all loud. And when I'm riding an adventure bike, I don't want a big blaring loud exhaust. Um, right. Uh, going, I'm sure you could save some weight. That's an easy way to save weight. It probably for sure could look better because there's these two bulbulous mufflers under it. But at the time I didn't have any, I didn't feel a need to change that. And there wasn't any that were, you know, jumping out of wherever factories they were produced being sent to us to say, Hey, try or test this. Cause a lot of times when they send those, they're, you know, and I have a reputation for not liking really loud exhausts. Mm-hmm. So maybe there isn't one out there. I don't know. I haven't done a whole lot of research on it because I didn't feel the need for it. We, like we said in that video, when we started modifying stuff, we modif- we chose our modifications based on our complaints and needs. And we didn't necessarily have a complaint with the standard exhaust system. So that's, uh, I mean, can it be improved upon? Sure. Is there something out there? I don't know. So. Right. Right. And yeah, personally, and also, uh, 
you know, keeping in mind what that bike is for, like, I, I didn't feel like it, it needed like any extra power unless, uh, you wanted to change it from what's, what it's, uh, originally designed for, you know, if, and, if that makes sense. And even, you know, even if you want, you know, want a little bit more performance that what that, that ne- wasn't necessarily the best path I felt to, to go and try to get it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, how much you ride that thing wide open? Not very much at all. I, I know I had to ride it a little bit in the higher, uh, RPMs than, than I normally would because of that recluse, but I didn't really feel like I needed any extra power or anything. Yeah. But yeah, cool. So, uh, so Chris, Chris Smith, um, what he says, I need to, um, wear a mask because exhaust comes out of the pipe. One pipe, instead of two. one pipe instead of two. On the pipe, you name it. Yeah, it has one pipe, but there's no no exhaust. Yeah. So I I have a question that doesn't necessarily pertain to uh, the last 48 hours. Why does Honda keep going back and forth from one exhaust to two exhausts and then keep saying why one is better than the other each time they do it? You know, (laughs) that's a really good question. I can talk about it. Uh, um, it Just they, they never say like one is better than the other. They just repoint out the um, advantages of each every time they reintroduce the other type of system. Mm-hmm. So now of course we're talking about it being more narrow and uh, the, uh, uh, there's a loss of weight, more narrow, um, all the other things. When they have two exhaust systems, they talk about better performance and, um, less sound for the same amount of power and, and, you know, increased tuning opportunities and just different stuff like that. So it just, it's, um, and I think, and I'm pretty sure they have some kind of patents on that particular system, which makes it difficult for other manufacturers to do. Uh, but I'm not hundred percent sure. Cause there were some, um, bikes in Europe that actually, uh, Huskies had it and TMs for a while had twin pipe bikes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, I don't know. You know, I kind of like I kind of like I I actually like some of the characteristics that a twin pipe on a four valve four stroke provides. Okay. Um, there's you know it, the the top end power advantage and stuff like that, and obviously they decided that um, they were going to go a little bit different direction, which is obvious with the four fifty as well. Okay. And uh, Trevor, what? you have any input? Like, uh, I just want to ask you, like, uh, do you prefer like the one pipe or the, the two pipe system? Um, I think two pipes looks kind of cool, but okay. it's also kind of more expensive. That's not all I've got. Okay, cool. So, uh, I'm going to guess you prefer the, the single pipe then or the, the, yeah. uh, sorry. My, my <laughs> brand choice apparently comes with, one exhaust. So I guess I got to say brand of choice, brand of choice. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Cool. So, uh, yeah. Um, there was some, I saw a good question in the chat. If I can pull back up here. Um, here we go. So this is from Robert, uh, Fister. Um, here, Logan, do you want to read that or sure? Okay. Um, I've been having troubles with my clutch on my Oh six CRF two fifty R. It's extremely hard to pull in. I've tried lubricating lubricant on the cable. 
I think I'm going to have to replace it. Any advice before I go spend money? Uh, he's tried lubricating the cable, but it's still stiff. Yes, I believe so. Is he okay? So the really easy thing to do if you have a motorcycle and you're curious about the the where it's like where the problem is coming from is take you know disconnect the cable from either the clutch arm or up at the at the lever and so it's free so you can move it and see if there's any drag in the cable so you're isolating you're going to try to isolate the problem is there a drag in the cable you know so is there a problem there and then and then if it is is it because the cable's bad or it's been rusted or crap has gotten in there you know so so you can see if the cable's free and then also at the same time, when the lever's loose and by itself, check the lever. You know, you can grease up the pivot. Um, sometimes, you know, dirt gets in that or it gets galled up or something or something gets bent or dirt. I've seen people over tighten their lever. You know, the, 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 the pinch, the, the pivot bolt is actually squeezed down too tight and it, it makes the lever bind. So, so you can check this and then. If those two things are nice, then maybe there's something inside of the case. So where that where that um, where the clutch activation arm goes down inside of the case, um, I've seen the seals dry up or you know kind of um, get tight. Um, I've seen inside of there there not be any lubrication, like the oil from inside the case isn't getting into the shaft that that thing sits inside of. Mm-hmm. So you got to isolate the problem. Um, and see what it is because the cable may be good and it may be someplace else. So that's what uh, that's what I would suggest. And if you, and, and then I've I've seen other people like put a new clutch in and they get some springs with the new clutch and the springs are stiffer and all of a sudden that causes the problem or you know lots of little things like that. So you know if if this is just something that's happened over time, I would guess maybe the 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 cable was getting stiff. That'd be the first thing I'd go to as well. But if you change something recently in the clutch and all of a sudden this happened, then look at what you did. Okay. Uh, Chris real had also put in the, uh, the chat uh, to check the uh, clutch basket for where. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's actually excellent. So he's talking about like internally, um, the, the basket sometimes just from over, you know, a lot of use, the, the clutch, the, the ears on the clutch plates that stick out and go into the basket will actually wear grooves into it. Mm-hmm. And so it's hard for them to expand because they kind of get locked into those grooves in the basket. So, yeah, an excellent. That's why I'm glad there's a lot of people that are way smarter than me out there that, that can point out the, the oversights. Oh, and then, yeah, just or more add, on the show. Add, add to the discussion, yeah. Right. Uh, so I actually do have a question about expanding on the grooves. So I thought I had heard somewhere that if, if you see those grooves, you can actually grind them out, grind them down and then keep using that clutch basket. But my question is, wouldn't that actually just, uh, add a little too much. It would take away too much of the, uh, of the clutch basket. So where now there's, uh, the, the clutch plates wouldn't be as tight in there as they need to be. So couldn't, would that affect like the, uh, the, when you're, when you're pulling on the clutch, the expansion of the plates? So, so young Matt, when I was your agent in your financial position and I had a YZ125, mm-hmm. um, I could not afford another clutch basket. So I did exactly what you were just saying because um, mm-hmm. my bike had so much time on it and, and they'd worn like that. So I actually pulled the basket out and filed them and it did, it did work. 
but mm-hmm. you know, it was a, it was, it was effective. You know, it wore out again, um, over, over time it wore again, but it was, it also, it, it, it basically, it'll, it allows the, the, the plates to wobble, you know, go back and forth based on acceleration or deceleration, the whole clutch can kind of, so it, it got worse quicker. And, and you, you know, if you, you know, if you take off too much material, you're definitely weakening it. But, um, it was a, it was a viable solution at the time when I didn't have the, you know, $150 to get another clutch basket. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that works. Okay. Cool. Yeah. No, good to know. Cause I, I actually, that one twenty five that I had rebuilt, uh, it had those grooves in that clutch basket. So, uh, that's what I actually wanted to ask you about that. So <laughs> give me tech tips. Um, so I think we got another question in the chat, but I'll have Logan read it. Jeff per post. Um, how's the ISDE riders conditions team slash club USA or others looking? Uh, I don't know. I just, I heard that Taylor Robert got wadded up last week or something. Yeah. Got hurt and that's not good for it. Um, but, um, I haven't really paid a ton of attention, you know, to exactly Wait, we're talking, are we talking about racing here? Yeah. Let, let Trevor answer the questions. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to go that beer that Trevor bought me. I'm going to go make it go away real quick. <laughs> okay. Cause I, I, I had to like do a lot of hydration after the, uh, after riding for 6.9 hours. <laughs> right. Well, I know, uh, I know eating a banana, uh, eating a banana as, as much as you, the way you were could also take it out of you. Take a lot of work. Oh yeah. yeah it's <laughs> yeah. not, this is not a banana problem. <laughs> oh, well, there's a two inch rule when taking a bite in bananas. Uh, so what was the question again? Uh, how's ISD? How we, how's USA looking for uh, ISDE? Um, I would say pretty good. Uh, the world trophy team, that was Taylor who's hurt. So he's kind of questionable if he can make it or not. Um, mm-hmm. but he's always solid. Ryan Sipes, he's good. Uh, who are the other two? I can't think of who the other two riders are, but I'm sure. Oh, Lane Michael, he's been there. He won it before. Mm-hmm. And there's one other rider I can't think of. Uh, so he's looking good. Then the junior team, they've got Dante Oliveira. He was in, I think it was Portugal in 2019. Uh-huh. And as a club rider, he like outright won a day overall as a club rider. So he's only gotten a lot faster since then. So he'll be really solid. Um, yeah. And Preston Campbell, we, he was uh, out at Jimmy's house right before we went to this Honda intro. Mm-hmm. And I was helping him with some special tests and, ride and stuff and then we did a jimmy lewis off-road training class which mm-hmm. matt was there to witness and uh yeah i think yeah. we made progress he's looking good um he's getting ready to fly over there in the next week or so so yeah i think we're uh looking good yeah yeah well uh i know you guys were uh no no i was actually gonna, i was actually gonna point out that your your turns are looking a little bit better already <laughs> work in progress <laughs> yeah yeah then uh yeah, no, and you guys definitely uh, should have starts down as well. <laughs> Hope so. Yeah, sweet. So actually, so while you're on, um, there was uh, there was a question about the because uh, you you were putting the uh, GYTR head on that 250, right? Yes, we have. Okay, so we actually have a question about that. If, if you want to take it, sure. BK Frick, um, I'm interested in hearing your thoughts about the GYTR head in the 250. 
Um, I haven't had enough time on it to really give it a good rundown. And we're still also we're messing with mapping because okay. kind of with the GYTR app, um, they have some different maps that you, they were recommended to run in it. Mm-hmm. So we haven't had a chance to run through those yet. Um, but overall, it's it's a better, it's more power, more powerful. Okay. Is it worth? Sure. Is it worth? You know, two thousand dollars or whatever it is. That's to be decided yet. But it is more powerful. If that helps. And Jamie right. might be able to answer a little bit on that too. Uh, yeah. Back? So, yeah, I'm back. Feel like twenty pounds lighter. <laughs> <laughs> Did you uh, did you hear the question um, about the the GYTR head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the the so when we when we got it and put it on, and the, we had the um, the WR, which is kind of more in a in a YZ spec RWR. So it's in this in a very similar spec as the. It's not a WR anymore with that competition ECU. So we had a bike that was very similar to to, to kind of compare it to, and we went out and did roll-ons. Um, which is a, it's like a dyno. It's a show of power. And we did a lot of different ones. What third we did drag race, drag race. Um, all the different kind of roll-ons we do in, in a battery test and we compare stuff and every single time. And it didn't matter who was on the bike and I'm 30 pounds heavier than you. Yeah. The bike with the, the FX with that head on it pulled the WR from you know, and, and we started at different RPMs and did it, like I said, did it in different gears. Mm-hmm. Um, like Trevor said, is it worth, you know, two grand or whatever it costs? Um, it depends on, in my world, it depends on what you're really trying to achieve. Like at, in, in the, in 250 F world, um, there, there's a little bit of horsepower that's easy to get. And then it gets ridiculously expensive afterwards. And so right. that's, that's kind of where that would that would be at for, for this, for this bike, but kind of it, it, to me, it didn't, when we rode it around, it didn't feel as fast as it was. Does that make sense? Like when you were just riding before we did the roll-ons, you would, you would not think it would be that much like faster and it's not faster kind of like this, maybe this other thing that we rode. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a faster thing. It just pulls harder. That makes okay. sense. So it, yeah. it like but you, do, but you don't acceleration. Yes, for sure. It has yeah. better acceleration. Yeah. 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 Okay. So uh, moving on then there's a kind of a similar question that goes hand in hand with that. Um, I'd like to do this to my 2019 WR 450 F thoughts. Oh, put the, put the, the cylinder head on it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. On a four fifty, <laughs> I've never. I don't know. Do, do, do they, they have it right? They have. I just don't know what it does. To it. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure it does it almost. You know, it's a similar similar thing. But like, how much power do you need or you want? I mean, like on a, <laughs> like on a on a two fifty F. You know, yeah, you're you're looking for every little bit, and mm-hmm. and on a four fifty, you're looking for drivability and controllability, and it probably goes that direction. But I think there would be much less expensive ways to get it. But then again, 
it's not a G G Y T R head. It's not, you know, it's yeah. like, you know, people want, like, we were talking about this with kit suspension. We were talking with, you know, this, oh, the course, of this intro, we were talking to, you know, factory mechanics about just suspension and kit suspension and just different, different things and, and, you know, why they're, why they're better and why they're not better. So it's a, it's, you know, it's kind of like, you know, I, I mean, if you have the money and you want to get it, I don't think what we say as far as in a performance thing is, uh, I mean, yeah, you, you can, you can verify that it's good, but I think these things, especially when they're sold by someone like Yamaha, when it's a GYTR thing, they, they're, they're pretty convinced that it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of verified to do whatever it's supposed to do. It's not like a flashy gimmick thing that you're buying off some guy on the internet. So um, right. Yeah. So, and, and also my, my little, my thought when I first saw this is, uh, I don't really know what you would gain from putting, you know, something that something like that on what's supposed to be a trail bike. Right. Like, uh, I feel like it would just, it would just be, you'd just be adding, uh, something a little, you, you'd just be kind of adding a little bit more race to a trail bike. Yeah. You can, you're, you're going to get going to make it you're going to probably, it's probably going to pick up some, some torque and some, some throttle response, uh, uh, probably maybe some peak horsepower too. But mm-hmm. at that point you should have just gone and bought a, a used Husaberg 570. <laughs> and then you, then you would realize how much time you're wasting trying to get power out of a measly Yamaha 450. Yeah. Right, where's the right. bell? Where's yeah. the bell? Oh yeah. How did I, Hold on. We don't have, we don't have the live studio audience. So, there's there's one right over there, Logan. Yeah. Right next to the the streaming PC. Yeah, we, I think we, Logan we were, needs to do like push ups for not having that. <laughs> <laughs> After the show, well, we can uh, we can have him do them uh, right in front of the camera for you. Isn't don't you like it how I can just slide that Husaberg in there at any any point? Yeah. Well, yeah. just you wait till uh, till uh, the rooster endo or rip my bike later. We're gonna do something a little special. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you'll like it. You you might like it. You might not, but you're not here to stop us. So I'm, I'm glad I went and took a piss. <laughs> I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to wet my pants. <laughs> well, oh, okay. I'm glad you, you saved yourself from that embarrassment. So, uh, another the question here. DVT Instagram post on YZ 450 FX. Carne Asada 81 says, I know it rips high speed and has a great suspension package, but how does it do in slower, more technical trails? Um, Power-wise handling, um, it's definitely it's not a KTM. When you get in that tight stuff, like it's you can kind of you can feel the weight more. Um, it's a little harder to throw around like trees and stuff. Um, my arms are all cut up because of that. Um, Oh, did you post something? Is that why we're getting the questions? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like a week ago. Yeah. Right. Um, so you can feel you in that instance, you can feel the weight, the added weight on the scale weight. But it's and, like it's like any four fifty at yes. that point. And yeah. and I, I wouldn't I wouldn't even say that the that the 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 Yamaha is better or worse than the KTM or a Honda four fifty. They're all just four fifties and they're big. The only yeah. the only like like the the one thing I always say is like a 350 is yeah. like so ideal for those kind of conditions. And, and I, I always wish Yamaha would make a 350 because if yes, they made one, 
they would get the advantages like the 250 motor has with that design with really good power. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's a, I mean, it's still a big bike, but it's, I remember riding it back East. We rode them um, back at Randy Hawkins place. We rode the, yeah. the, the 450 and, and I think of all of the, we rode the, the FX and the WR. And I remember just thinking that the FX was such a good tool for a 450. Like the WR, I didn't like it as much. I thought the FX did, did, uh, did better just cause it felt a little more lively, a little lighter. Yep. Um, and, and especially now that it's on that new chassis and a new package, it, it continues to, to do that. So, um, if you're looking for a 450 to do tighter technical trails, I, I, you're not going to go wrong by buying that particular bike at all. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, good to know. Okay. Um, so here's another question from, uh, from the chat. Yeah. Um, Dave black says, I'm doing my first rally in September. I'm considering upgrading the pegs on my 2022 Husky 501. I've seen foot pegs that pivot. Others are dampened or have heel extensions. What are your thoughts on some of these designs? So um, I'm especially like even on my KTM 500s that I set up for rally, I actually put like adventure bike um kind of you know they're, they're rally pegs they're 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 wider meaning um they they're farther out they go they, they have they're they're wider so they're farther away from the frame so it gives you more leverage and a lot more place to put your feet um and they're also sometimes they're a little thicker you know so so a bigger a bigger platform um and i typically use the uh, ims pegs they have IMS rally pegs and then they have like ones that are normal and then they have ones that are really sharp and I can kind of go either way, depending on how much I like my boots to be sold or resold. Um, <laughs> Cause those, the sharp ones can just destroy boots. Mm -hmm. So um, I do, like I said, I always go with the bigger peg on a bike that I'm doing rally stuff on. And I have tried the pivot pegs and I absolutely can't stand them. I personally cannot stand them because if my peg moves, um, I don't have anything to index where the bike is at. Like I use the, the, the flatness of the foot peg, or I use the edges of the foot peg to kind of tell me what the bike's doing. And if, and if, and if I lose, if, if my foot is like wobbling on that foot peg, because the foot peg is wobbling, I end up having a really big problem. So for me, that's not a very good solution. I've seen guys that have bad ankles and, and different things use those, but I literally feel as if I'm falling off the motorcycle when I'm riding a bike like that. And I have almost fallen off a motorcycle when I hopped on a bike that had those on them. And I didn't know because <laughs> I didn't know I was falling off the back because they pivoted. Um, the ones that have the, uh, what do you call it? He called the heel on the back of yeah, it. Yeah. The heel extenders. So, those were, those are, um, ProMotoBillet makes those are Fastway. ProMotoBillet or Fastway makes them. They're designed so that if you, if you're riding kind of more on the balls or the toes of your feet and you, and you have a big impact or a heavy impact that your, your ankle can't pivot, which would like with a lot of people tear your Achilles tendon or tear your calf. And, um, and cause that, that plate on the back, the, um, the, the heel on the back is actually down quite a bit lower. So you wouldn't, um, 
you wouldn't necessarily ever feel it unless you really dropped your ankles down. And uh, the only people I've heard notice them are somebody when they really like bottom out or, you know, over jump a jump and they, they flexed and it actually did what it was supposed to do. Or I've seen tall riders, really tall riders that actually have to bend their ankles and kind of ride on their toes and let their ankles fall back. I've seen them complain about them because they got in the way of them, them being able to drop their foot back down. So I don't necessarily think it's a, it's a, it's like a, an option for like, you know, comfort or control. It's more of kind of a safety thing built in for a rider that, you know, wants that added benefit. If you, if you're up on your toes and your, your foot really gets slammed down, it actually kind of stops it from folding up and tearing things. Mm-hmm. Uh, George, I put in the chat about, uh, IMS rally foot pigs. Are you familiar with those? Um, I actually, I saw that right now. Yeah. Those are, so the, the IMS ones, are the rally ones, and he also put the black dog cycle works ones in there, mm-hmm. which those which are, are awesome. ones, yeah. He, he, and, and, uh, he also put that in there because they have a um, bottle opener. Oh yeah. Yeah. On the if you yeah. Uh, Important for the right it. person. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the video. Yeah. Go to yeah, YouTube. Tri- Go check out the 390 video and uh, see my demonstration in there. Which uh, I was hoping. So I was hoping one day. I hope there's gonna be a comment in there about how great the editing is, because so I so I can put that in the show. But uh, I don't think uh, I don't think that's gonna happen anytime soon. Hey, Matt, don't go fishing for positive comments. Just do stupid things, and people will comment all day long. Perfect. Okay. Shove, a ba- shove a banana in your face and you'll be famous on some other moto journalist site. Well, you might. Yeah. I don't want to be famous for, I don't want to be famous for the connotation sometimes. <laughs> I roosted that guy. It's okay. <laughs> Just like you roosted some other uh, high level, high level talent that you can't talk about. No, well, eh, I splashed mud on Eli, Eli Tomac, but that was like a different story. The other <laughs> no, guys, they, they just blew their doors off. <laughs> it was like they were riding one tens or something. Oh really? Yeah, I mean, uh, like okay. it was like it was like it was it was literally like they were riding like CRF one tens, and I was on a two fifty R. Oh okay, okay. The, the, the picture is starting to become a little bit more clear now. It's starting to make more sense. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Um, cool. So Logan, next question. Uh, Solar SS. What's the best fork replacement? Fork seal replacement on the KTM WP four CS. And should I have the rear shock non-linking currently rebuilt at the same times as the front forks? So he wants to know what's the best fork seals to put in it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, <laughs> so, so there, I know for a while there was two different colors of fork seals. There was red ones and green ones or something like that. And there was, everybody was saying, okay, this one's better. And then there was that, that one was better. And they're kind of going back and forth and, and it, in all the time that I've done this, and I so I've used other seals. Um, I bought seals from All Balls. I've done some from uh, what's the other company that does Pivot Works has different seal kits, and I've, I've and I've got them in a lot of different bikes, and I've kind of been trying to test them. And I I've over all this time, um, the 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 the, the st- if you buy stock seals, they seem to have the least amount of stiction, but all of them there's, I don't have any evidence to say that one works better than the other that lasts longer than the other. Cause generally when the seals start leaking, it's from a nick in the forks or from a lot of mud or dirt getting into them. 
you know, over time and just sometimes they just wear out from getting, you know, from being old. So, um, I would, I would go with kind of like, if you're sending your suspension and have it done, I would go with what your suspension guy is happy with. Cause he's going to be familiar with that and he can recommend it. And then, you know, that's a good thing they have, you know, he, you know, the, the suspension guys all have their favorites and they, and, and a lot of times it, they know it works with the oil and the, the grease that they use and they're, you know, however, however it works, but I've thrown every fork seal at my KTM forks and had, I would call it normal success, normal performance. Everything's, everything's good. I, and I haven't had like one seal that's like, that's like ridiculously more stiction than the other one. Um, you know, but I also lube them up with seal grease and, you know, when I put them all together, it's all done properly. It's the proper seal. And so I don't think there's one that's, uh, better than the other that much better. Um, but like most things, stock is probably the safest thing to go with. Uh, and then he wanted to know when his shock was. So he has 98 hours on the port. 98 hours. Is that right? yeah that's what he has it in here yeah. yeah yeah it should have been rebuilt two years ago five years ago whatever however <laughs> long it took you to get like like i mean 40 hours is pretty long yeah you'd say that's pushing it yeah 40 hours is really i mean i used to notice a degradation in performance at about like 15 hours things would start kind of tapering off um so you know you you'd have to i'd have to start adding clicks of dampening to to achieve the same performance so I would, um, yeah, I would say it needs to be done and you should probably make sure he does all the bushings and <laughs> yes, yeah, it needs to be, it needs to be changed. Yes. Um, hopefully the shock body isn't worn too much. Uh, yeah. Piston ring bands, all that stuff probably will need to be replaced and it will make a substantial difference in how well they perform. Right. Um, I do have actually a question about the seal, uh, the, the, the fork seals. Um, right. cause, uh, so the shop I worked at in Alaska, we used to, uh, they, they were, they were big fans of, I think the SKFs double lip, they have like the double lipped, uh, fork seal. Right. Uh, now do you have any preference on those or would you still just say stock is probably the way to go? So, so you, in, in Alaska, you're riding a lot of mud. Yeah. A lot of mud. Yeah. A lot yeah. of mud a lot of wet conditions and freezing, you know, stuff would like freeze and different things. So in those conditions, the, sometimes those double lip seals actually will last a little bit longer, but okay. you know, where we're riding mostly desert, dry, dusty, we won't have that kind of an issue, but right. typically in, you know, typically some of those, they, they and they, they've kind of changed over time. Like, like the original, I remember the original double lip seals were just too sticky. They were too much. There was literally, too much stiction in, in them. And so it wasn't kind of for a lot of people, it wasn't worth the performance. So I think they've made them better. I, I haven't used them because we don't in our area, we don't really need to use them that much. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Right. And then also one thing that we, uh, that, that they would run into is like a lot of gunk would just get caught up in those fork seals and sometimes just taking like a credit card or, or something to, Oh, not, not all a, that gunk out. Yeah. Not a credit card, something really thin, like, we used to use like film, like, you know, from the camera that shot film, mm-hmm. uh, they make, you know, like there's companies that make special tools that are, yeah. that are very thin. Um, I think Motion Pro makes one. So you can use tear offs, like a tear off from a goggle. 
will actually, yeah, Motion Pro makes really? this tool. Like a tear off from the goggle will um, go in there and, uh, and uh, you know, kind of clean that out. But yeah, that's, mm-hmm. you know, especially between the lips, you know, because that the, between those two lips on the seal, it can kind of hold some junk in there, just like between your dust seal and the regular seal, like, you know, mm-hmm. the junk can get up in there and it just sits in there and it doesn't do any good. So when you're riding that, that's why I, I like in the beginning, I said, Hey, you know, talk to your local suspension guy, the guy that's going to do your suspension. If he's familiar with your area, you know, he might know, he might know something better than what we can know just from kind of recommending it on the show. Right. Right. Um, sticking on the, the forks, uh, George actually asked a pretty good question. What's your opinion on neoprene fork covers? Um, neoprene fork covers, uh, in, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question. Um, cause I have them on a couple bikes and, and like they, they, they kind of can wipe, they can pre-wipe the fork and kind of keep it clean, but then they can also kind of get contaminated with extra dirt and then be dirty. Um, and again, I kind of have, I have some neoprene ones. I have these other ones that are like a, it's like a, a nylon sock or something that goes around the whole fork that kind of keeps the dirt from mud from splashing up and sticking. And, uh, I, I just haven't yet seen any sort of definitive results to say this is a good system to, to test. But like I said, we're not in a really harsh environment for fork seals and things. Um, you know, our biggest thing is having rocks kick up on the fork and put a, put a ding on it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I thought I had heard actually from Mojave Bob that, uh, the, like the fork guards, uh, that wrap around the bottom of the fork, uh, were a little bit more effective at protecting those dings for when compared to like their traditional, like just in front of the, the fork guards that were just in front of the, uh, the fork leg. Uh, yeah. Take anything Mojave Bob tells you with a grain of salt. Got it. Or I did buy his bike. So, or a pound of weed. <laughs> All right. Right. Okay. So, uh, next question. Oh, um, I G J M for my desert bike. I tried Michelin Starcross five soft front medium rear. I don't have much experience with, tires not sure if i don't i should stick with the, that or try medium slash medium or a different tire combo did he tell you where he was riding desert. uh oh. desert. desert he said desert right yeah, yeah for his desert bike yeah like like super sandy desert or like you know rocky shitty just, desert just says desert Maybe he's desert. the chat and he can uh, put it in. Yeah. Logan, you can answer that question as good as I can because we <laughs> don't know. It's hard. It's a hard question. I mean, it, it, he said he put them on, right? Yeah. He has the, the soft front and the medium rear. So h- how did it work? <laughs> he said he didn't put that in. He just said uh, yeah. he doesn't have I much mean, experience I mean, with tires. So. so if you put them on, hopefully he's ridden and he can tell me how they work. And then, and then, and then I can make recommendations based on that. Cause you know, I mean, people have different, different feels for tires mm-hmm. and, um, so 
you, you know, if you have them on the bike, ride it and see what you think. And then, and then, you know, if you say, Hey, the front end's behaving like this, or, you know, I didn't like the durability of that or something, then we can kind of go from there. But it's, it's, uh, you know, it's everybody's, like I said, that's a, that's a problem with that's a problem with like a lot of people saying, Oh, this is great. This is like great for who for, for you. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But, um, <laughs> so yeah, see if we can get, see if we can do a little more, uh, reconnaissance on that question. Yeah. So I, I jam or I, I jam, uh, go ahead and put comment, uh, where you're riding and then we can uh, help you out a little bit more. Um, so, uh, we do have another question right here. It's pretty good. Curly Stoker. Um, my no 2017 tx 300 stock stator running a tt voyager te 300 headlight which has an off switch and mostly is it's off and also a tt fan at what point do i need to consider an aftermarket stator to get more charging output I got the bike just before 2017, brand new. And so, just and just this week, I put a new battery in it. The stock one would not survive a tight technical ride where the fan was running a lot. Clearly not rider-induced. So, so 2017, that battery is probably at the end of its life cycle. And so I would put a new battery in and then if this problem continues, actually with the trail tech Voyager, here's what you do. Turn your trail tech Voyager on and set one of the monitoring functions to input voltage. So it'll show you what your, what your bike is putting out. It'll show how much voltage is available in that bike and you can watch it. And so it needs to be up around like 12 and a half or higher most of the time. So if when your fan comes on or when, you know, you're using all of your things, you're using all of your things and that voltage starts dropping down below 12, you, at that point, you need a stator, you know, and sometimes the battery, some batteries are really good and they'll take that low voltage the whole time and, and still have enough to be able to start the bike and operate it. Um, But it depends on how long like you said it, it on an all day trail ride, all of a sudden your bike does not, you no longer have uh, electric start. Luckily you have a Kickstarter on that bike. So um, that'll get you out of the, the biggest problem, but you know, uh, the now with a lot of the bikes that don't have Kickstarters, uh, this is a, this is, this can be an issue. So that's the easy thing. You have the tool to check it. If you didn't have the tool, you could, you know, hook a, hook a, a voltmeter up to the bike and kind of watch and see what your battery output is. Or if your battery just slowly goes dead over the course of a ride, then this is a, this is a concern of bigger stator you need. Also, you read, uh, check out your owner's manual. It tells you how much power output the bike puts off. And I'm sure Trail Tech has info on how much power it requires. And you can kind of do the math that way. Yeah, I don't, I don't like math. I just... I do it. That's not that bad. Plug and play way. I'm not smart enough for the math <laughs> thing, but that that's what Trevor would do. Trevor would like calculate it all out. Aren't you a <laughs> physicist, Matt? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. physics degree. Uh, you should have told him. You should have told him to answer that. Can you can yeah. you base it on how many electrons are flowing in a certain direction or something? Oh, you. I think you could do it a little bit easier with Ohm's law. Ohm's law. Yeah. Ohm. Yeah. yeah, I heard about that once. <laughs> um, Got to watch the YouTube video. Or Khan Academy. There's multiple resources out there. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Solar SS did say uh, thank you. The OEM parts was what he was leaning towards, and he says he will uh, do a full rebuild, and he'll make sure to do it earlier next time. Oh, good, on the shock. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Ricky Brayback is saying he hoped you enjoyed the track up there, and he'll see you at Glamis tomorrow. I'm not going to make – I well, can't make it to Glamis tomorrow. I have to pass. Okay, yeah. Cause I mean, I mean, I mean, like if, if I went out there, I'd, you know, blow all those guys doors off and it just, it's getting ridiculous. Like I'm going to start right. having, you know, like people are going to call me. They're going to want me to start racing again or something. I know you might, you might get, uh, maybe you'll get on a factory Honda rally bike. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. Okay, cool. Uh, I think How we doing is a plane, is a plane landed. We have a plane out there. You plane coming in? Does it have gas? Oh, or fuel? Came in. Does the plane have issue. fuel? Yeah, it's been an issue. Oh, really? Is that why my plane's late? Because there's no gas for it? That might be why. I don't know. I can't tell you exactly why. I know. I know. Reno was definitely having problems. Yeah. Big old fuel, fuel shortage going on. Okay. So we should get to we should get to Rooster Endo, right? If you want to. Yeah. Cause, well, uh, I, you told me when we came, when we started this thing, you told me you were going to run the show. Yeah. Yeah. I'm running it. I'm making sure that all my guests are on the same page. Right. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to have to get, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping I can get on an airplane. Did you, did you, did you rebook me yet? Have you got that taken care of? Uh, no, I'm, I'm having my people work on that still. <laughs> we'll we'll collab on that later. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So, um, yeah. Uh, Hey, Trevor, yeah, you like Rooster Endo? So, yeah, I'll we'll do a Rooster Endo. You, you, you don't even know what Rooster Endo is. Oh, boy. Here we go. It's this, it's this board. Why don't you even watch it on your screen there? How, how has he not seen it? Eli Tomac was on it, uh, and Ricky Brayback was on it uh, last week. Trevor doesn't care. This guy's not that big. He's like... He's, <laughs> it's, so it's a board. It's this board that we have. It's this amazing board. And it's um, you 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 send us a picture of your bike, and then we and then we tell you whether it roosts or endos. That one's wrong. What's wrong? The one out front. Did you hear what he just said? Yeah, yeah. No. So actually, so this, this was something that uh, Logan and I were going to do. We were actually going to move it to where we think the Hooserberg Five Seventy ranks. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's not right at all. I'm going to let Logan move it, and I'm going to try and get uh, yeah. uh, this all set up. Dude, it's it's off the chart. It is off. It, it is off the on chart right the now. Wrong it's not on it. No, it's off the chart. It's have you, chart have you ridden that bike yet? I've not been allowed to. Touch it. Need, Tre- Trevor does actually need to ride it. it. He does need to ride it. It rained last weekend, and I didn't get a chance to ride it. Will be disappointed. You should be scared of it. I am. Jimmy, scared. You, hey, you, uh, you, hey, Logan, you realize you're flirting with your uh, current employment right now as you're doing this, right? Well. Yeah, I guess I could just be over here, but I was trying to keep a job, so I was putting it over here. Yeah, it's yeah. Still, we're just moving still, it into a more realistic. It's no really, realistic. you're, it's really, you, 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 you're, you're playing, you're flirting with disaster there, boy. Logan, there's plenty of jobs up there. 
Don't be afraid. Yeah. Yeah. Jack in the box, little Caesar's he pizza. That's high employable skill. He's he's been a riding coach for what, a couple of years now? Yeah. So Yeah, that 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 cush job may not be available when I get home. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh I don't know. I mean, I know Tre- Trevor was digging some writing advice, so. Yep. Okay. Coaches. So let's, 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 let's get right yeah. to it and I'll, right. I'll deal with the, my personnel problems cool. later. <laughs> so, yeah. So I have been stalling because I was trying to get the, uh, try and get the image up on the OBS for, for us. So the first bike here, let's see if it pops up. There we go. Hope it's not covering the screen too much. Let me know if it's too small or too big. So this first bike is actually from uh, Sean uh, McNee. He didn't give me the the model or the year, but I'm gonna assume it's uh, it's either like a 19 or a uh, or a 20 uh, Husky 5E. Uh, sorry, uh, FE. I can't tell if that's a 450 or a 410, but it looks yeah. like a it looks like a 501. We're guessing yeah. from here. Yeah, yeah, something along those lines. So here's that, hold that. Is that single or double overhead cam? It's hard to see. I think it's two. Yeah. Yeah. So that'd be 350 if it's a double overhead cam. Tell. Picture's right. really small. Make it big. I don't want to look at me anymore. Okay, you want me to just pull, pull it over you? Pull it, up to the, pull it up to the whole size of the screen. Okay, you know, that's not that's not a bad idea. Hold on. I'll, I need to make sure that we don't lose our, our branding, though. There we then, go. Then, Logan, then Logan doesn't have to hold it all the way up. And yeah. then he can actually, then he can talk. Oh wait, he doesn't do that. Yeah, he doesn't really. He hasn't. He hasn't been helping me out a whole lot. You know, when it's when it's quiet and I'm over here looking at my two monitors, he's just he just. I think he just enjoys taking it all in. Five, yeah. It's a five zero. It's a five zero one. Yeah, it's a five zero one. That's just those dark spots didn't didn't help it. Right, got it. <laughs> cool. So uh, yeah, so Sean uh, McNee. So it has a uh, a Dal Saggio uh, Sphere fork inserts, uh, a Get engine. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna guess it has an engine tuner somewhere. Yeah, just think it copy and pasted right. Uh, oh, hold on, the bullet point got cut in half. Get engine management with traction control. That makes more sense. Twisted engineering flex bars. Baja Designs uh, XL80 light. A Zipd race rotor guard. Samco thermostat bypass hoses. Four and a half gallon IMS tank. A seat concept seat. Uh, AXP skid plate. Fast impact motopeg. Uh, he got rid of the horn, got rid of the emissions, pro moto billet end cap, a recluse clutch, and a bunch of other dumb stuff with the laughing emoji. Um, any any anything you see on that bike that that looks like something that's on my bike is good. Uh huh. Like so the, the recluse. You like the tank? I like the gas tank. Yeah. So I like the if it says yeah, flex I, actually, bar, I, I can't see I just noticed that the gas tank actually goes out with the shrouds. That's actually pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a big it's a big tank. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, but he he didn't tell you what year it was. He didn't tell me the year. No, no. So that that's if gonna he's watching. That's, he can put that in. No, no. You're supposed to tell. You should at least tell us what year we. And he didn't even tell what kind of bike it was. Mm-hmm. It looks like a twenty or twenty-one. He didn't. So he didn't tell us what it was. What the bike was. Right. I mean, you can just kind, you can kind of see, side. you could actually see on the, on the thing up there, you uh-huh. can see, it says, yeah, it says, it says FE 501, but like just for the bad, just for the bad description, I think it's sliding back on the scale. Yeah. We have, we have some empty space over here that we do need to fill up. Uh, but I think it, I think it'd be somewhere between, um, 
this husky and then the uh, the, the the YZ. That's where I would put it. But if you think it should be a little lower. Well, you guys are the ones with the pins and you've yeah, obviously yeah. jacked up where think, my Hoosaberg is. The fact that that Hoosaberg moved that far, it's going to shove everything way farther down <laughs> on the scale because I'm kind of in a bad mood about this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But no, it's still on the roost side. It's just it, it's behind uh, Dallas's bike and uh, the that that TT. That TT is really cool. Yeah, I'm gonna. I I'm gonna have to disagree with your positioning on that, hundred uh, <laughs> percent. Okay, you know, at least we didn't put it behind the uh, the the three wheeler. No, it's not 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 going. Yeah, no, we didn't. No, no. So I, I backed Logan down. He wanted to put it on the endo side, and I, I backed him down from that one. What so. kind of tires are on that bike? Golden tire. They look like goldens, don't they? Yeah. It's in the rear. This guy is, he's, he's got a nice chariot. That's a, that's a, that's a good bike yeah. for him, but I, I, I'm mad. So it's going to go farther down the scale. Okay. Well, yeah, this you next guys bike... put, it, put, put it, cover up some of that wood. Let's put it that way. Well, I have, <laughs> all right. All right. I'll, 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 next I'll concede to that one. Next put time. Tell me what, tell me what brand, what brand and what model it is. So we don't have to, to, to modify it. Okay. Next, right. next bike. All right, so this one, um, I think it's cool, but I know a lot of people don't. It's a little controversial. It's a, uh, this is from Chris Real. It's a 2016 Ural. Uh, I'm trying okay, to get the okay. pictures. Take, Pic- take the picture down. There, there you go. Yeah, yeah. There we go. It has children in the photo. He posted it. There's children. Right. There's children. There's children in the photo. We don't like kids. <laughs> so, uh, anyway. Oh, it has a beer logo. It has a beer logo on the side. Yeah. It says Sierra Nevada, and that That's that company like, makes great beer, by the way. Great beer. Yeah, they they were kind of anti land use, so I'm not a big fan. Oh, okay. But I don't think they. Don't he's trying. He's trying one. to show off. He's he's trying to show off kids here. This is this is like he's like he's trying to break the rules. It's almost like you know, it'd be like you going and finding a picture of a Husaberg. Uh-huh. And taking it and sending it in and saying, this is my bike. And you know that you're, that you're lying. That's, that's mm-hmm. what's going on here. And it has three wheelers. So it's, it's, it's like right next to that thing that George sent in. Right, right, right. I mean, See, front uh, of the show. Yeah, I, didn't even, I didn't even read. I didn't even read what he put, what he did to it. Okay. Let's hear it. Yeah. So uh, 2016 year old custom. Uh, I can never pronounce this company, right? Uh, Akrapovic uh, two to one exhaust recalibrated Whoa. fuel mixture. <laughs> Special blend of steering dampener fluid, extra large supplemental uh, steering dampener, uh, high and wide handlebars, adjusted alignment, uh, toe toe in, lean out, and shock spring sags or uh, sag is set. Well, that's actually, I mean, that's, like that's so a, that that's so, a lot so, more than so, I've so, been, been done. Well, I know so, so so the so the, the the you know the having children you know trying to use children to further your bike is a really bad a bad thing like we start getting photos of like people with their babies on top of their Husabergs. uh-huh i'm going to i'm really going to put a stop to this whole this whole segment you know the 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 the, the ultimate the, the the ultimate picture to send in is is like a miller high life on top of a on top of a Husaberg. i only like that cuz it's cheap <laughs> so, so well. Um, but yeah, I'm liking his setup. So it's, it's going to go in front of the, the, the ATC. It's going to, it's, it's not behind okay. the ATC. It's got to be in is front it, of the ATC. Is it in front of the, the, the bike that was pulled out of a fire? Uh, yeah, because of the setup, it's going in front of the bike that's pulled out of the fire. Okay. Okay. 
but yeah, it is. I actually it does think have, Urals are cool. So I know it has, it has, but it's yeah. three wheel. You're back to three wheels again. And like, it's got character. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, it's, it probably has, you, you know what? Everybody should be asking. Everybody should be asking is, Hey, Chris, what kind of oil are you running in that thing? Because he is the most knowledgeable petroleum engineer we've ever had on the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Right. We want details specifics on, uh, on the, on the chemistry of his oil. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, I personally, I'd put it a little bit higher, but uh, I'll concede to it. So also because I want to cover up the, the, the blank space on this wood. And I also feel like Tomac was too nice when he was raiding Perkins, uh, John, Big John's bike. Yeah, I'm gonna. So. I, I'm, my flight's delayed. I don't have a beer in my hand. Like you guys are moving my Husaberg around. It's like it's not a good. If your bike's getting picked tonight, it's not a good night. Oof. <laughs> all right, so let's get the. I'm gonna get the picture all set up for the next one here. All right. Hey Logan, why don't you start telling me what the next one is? Uh. Oh, that, that image is I'll huge. say what I see. Um, I see some Kenda tires. Well, that's good. Some protective here, here, stuff. There's the description. Um, KTM swing arm protectors, fork shoe guards, bulletproof TPS guard, rear brake switch, bulletproof swing arm guard, a Cherry's crank clutch cover, KTM frame protector, s- s- Sikis, Sikas, hand guards, FMF, turbine core, core two, P3CF, pipe guard, bulletproof shark fin, uh, TM, TM design skid plate, bulletproof rear caliper guard, Sikis, ignition switch, kickstart kit, recluse clutch, Scott's dampener setup. Tusk headlight switch, tusk wiring harness, bolt axle blocks, Protec fork guards, Evo low bars, exhaust flange guard, FMF gnarly pipe, uh, Baja Designs headlight, and it's a 2021 300 XCW. Six days. Yeah. Yes. They're still riding on the thing. Um, I, does he even ride it? The, it is pretty thing, clean. That thing looks pretty clean. I mean, that's so, a that's a it's a really nice bike, and uh, but it's 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 a man wrong day to submit these things because I'm not seeing enough scratches on that thing. And if you're not going to ride it, then you should send it to me so I can ride it, and then I'll send it back to you, and I'll rank it higher next time. <laughs> so it's it's going it's it's kind of in the it's kind I of a little bit on endo endo side of the thing right now. I want to see some. I, yeah, I would put it behind. See some wear marks. YZ and above this, there there is some wear marks by his uh, airbox there. But um, I have an unpopular opinion that I that's, don't that's think probably, this that's, bike's that's, good. That's probably from when he put his kid on there. Just shoot the photo picture. with his kid, and his kid had like those little black sneakers, and they left marks on the side. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm with you on there. It's like kind of like middle of the range towards the endo side, but that's yeah. That's, that's a sweet bike. That is a really nice bike. But okay, <laughs> I, I just don't want. 
personally, I don't like the way the, the six days look. So it's, it's because of its upgrades that it's not further down for me. Oh, you don't like Italians? No, no, I just don't like the way the, the bikes look. <laughs> no, like I didn't like the, there was one that was like orange and black. Was it the Portuguese six days one? And I, I thought it was the ugliest KTM I had ever seen. Oh, yeah. 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 The French one looked good though. That, that, that one I actually did like where it had the blue and red and everything. Hey, you know, it's, it's uh, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So um, it is, it is. I was I was more looking at all the stuff that was done to it and, and mm. all the thing all the things that was, I thought was good, but that just just picked the wrong day to submit this one. <laughs> I'm gonna find right. something wrong with it. Right, all right. Well, this one, this one, uh, oh, might have some good stuff, might have some bad Next. stuff. Next, we'll, we'll see. Next, we're working on it. Um, Airport's getting go. busy. They need to get Maybe us on a damn plane. Maybe your plane's coming in. I hope so okay cool so here the bike's on the screen right now and uh, this is, uh, now, if you want on. one that's if you want one that's been written here you go so this is nicholas j uh, uh nino it's a 2002 honda cr250r uh 36 millimeter sc uh sc2 smart carb 49 millimeter showa sff air forks race tech gold valves X-Trig SAG adjuster, Tusk wheels, uh, Panthera E-Start, FMF Gnarly, FMF turbine, uh, Turbine Core. Oh, wait, it has, an, it, it, has, it has an E-Start on it. Yeah, yeah, it's a CR with an E-Start. I think you can actually wow. see the wiring but by the handlebars. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, only halfway through the mods. <laughs> this thing's awesome. Um, Keep going. Recluse manual clutch with uh, recluse basket and clutch cover. IMS tank, 20 millimeter offset triple clamps, a Mako 360, McGrath uh, tin wa- uh, twin walls, um, Magura clutch. So <laughs> I'm guessing that means hydraulic clutch as well. If it's Magura. Um, yeah. Uh, a- uh, ARC Neilon, uh, Nemelon uh, levers, WC skid plate, bolt chain adjusters, 3949 Renthal sprockets. Uh, Gina O-ring chain, HP nitro bibs, stainless bra- stainless uh, brake lines, and a Domino throttle assembly. You know, I I I I think it needs like about eight hundred millimeters of pressure washer because it's like no, it's that's like the graphics <laughs> kit. It's dirt because it's dirty. Like, I mean, come on, really? You're going to disrespect this show and send it? That's a, that's a, another really sweet bike, but like, you got to wash it, bro. I mean, like a little, little bit, or maybe, I don't know. I, I actually, it looks like they just got back from the ride because the bike next to it also has dirt all over, mud all over it. Yeah. And I'm sure that's the next one we're going to see. And now, now we're sending pictures <laughs> of dirty bikes into the show. It's like, it's not, it's not, it's not dirty bike show off your rooster endo thing. It's like, um, I want to see. Actually, I want to see this. I want to see a picture of the the side with the E Star. I didn't know they made the E starts for those things because that's you know I I don't like kickstarting yeah, anything anymore. Yeah, um, I can see but, if I can zoom in on that handlebar. Actually, no, no. I want to see the starter on the side of the motor. Oh, on the other side. Yeah, yeah. It's I got on the it. other, other side. Yeah. So, uh, um, yeah. You know, it's a, it was a, that was a really valiant try. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna swing right to the other side. I, I don't like them brand new. But I don't. I don't think I want them too dirty either. Right. Uh, right. So yeah, it's, it looks to me 
like that one and the one that's that we just got rescued out of the fire. They kind of yeah. look they kind of look the same. So it's going well, to have to really, front wheel. Yeah, I'm going to have to go get on a plane here pretty soon. So uh, okay, um, okay. you guys are going to have to hold down the show. Has Logan got his um his time figured out? His hot minute, Matt's hot minute. Oh yeah, well we yeah we'll see. I don't we'll know. See. I don't know if you guys should debut those particular um, segments without my um, uh, guidance. I don't. I think we would. I think we would need the live studio audience or another person here because yeah. you guys to do that. Because you guys think it's like really good when you do it, and then I come in and just shit all over your parade. Well, no, no, no. Kind of like I kind of like of... I do these these fine viewers of ours that send in really cool pictures of their bikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think we're doing this CR a little dirty, but well, it's also dirty. So we're doing it dirty. <laughs> yeah, we're doing it dirty. It, since it's yeah, dirty, yeah. we're doing it dirty. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's we, almost, there's it's only almost one more. A, okay, hold on. I gotta see what group they're. Born. See, I, Here, I'm gonna sit. Keep... I'm gonna sit in cattle carrier class. Like I should have just been loaded as luggage. Okay, <laughs> let's go. What's next? All right. So this is the last one of the night. This is uh, Jared uh, J- Jadine. Uh, I'm gonna let Logan handle the the picture and everything while I actually get it on the stream. Okay. So it's a 90, 1990 KX500 with smart carb gnarly pipe Scotts 2014 YZ. 450 front end. Okay. Uh, 18 inch rear wheel, milled, hit, head, and ported. Having the hardest time getting this thing sized. There we go. Does it say someplace ape hanger handlebars? No, but it does kind of look like it. Like, they almost look like um, beach cruiser handlebars to me. Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> This one I actually thought was a little bit more on the endo side, even though it's a KX500. Uh, I'm I'm actually trying to get my eyes to focus on. <laughs> some of yeah, it. no, I had a hard time. Sorry to all the viewers, I had a hard time sizing this one for some reason. Hey, uh, ask him what transmission's laying on the ground back there. I might need that for one of my vehicles. <laughs> Is it a certain Dodge uh, truck that you might need it for? So. so Look at those. Not only the ape hangers, look at the, the handlebar clamps on that thing. Oh, he's like, got some bar risers on that. Yeah. This, well, they this, are the bar risers. This guy is probably nine foot two. That's crazy. Maybe this is Big John's old uh, KX500. <laughs> uh, we were talking today about like, because the, the Lawrence brothers had ridden um, Aaron Colton's CR 500. And then Carson Brown was just doing some stuff on a CR 480 for dirt bike magazine mm-hmm. up there. And so there's all this, you know, this big, big bore two stroke stuff going on. And, you know, they're, they're talking to, you know, like people that didn't have to race these bikes. Yeah. We're talking about how rad they are. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had to race them, right? So. And, and back then, I mean, like you raced them cause they were the best things back then, but uh-huh. like, let me be blunt here. These things are such piles of shit. <laughs> like they vibrate and they flex and they, and they do all this stuff. Like it's so, I mean, but there is nothing like the sound of a nice 502 stroke, just barking. I'll, I'll give you, uh-huh. I'll give you that. But, uh, <laughs> oh, um, just on, look at the foam rips on that thing. What? <laughs> Those are bigger than like the ones you get on your freaking like the the ditch digger thing that you walk behind. Yeah, yeah. which is which is kind of what this this 
this bike is. It's a it's a ditch digger. <laughs> George said that the bike doesn't have doesn't appear to have pegs on it. But uh yeah, he's he, yeah, he, there's appear- no foot pegs. There, there appear- is, it just blends in with the stand. Yeah, maybe they're lowered for this massive human man that's riding this thing. Uh, so I'm, I don't want to get in a fight with this guy. Well, here's the thing is I was just going to say, this is going really far down the endo thing, but I'm afraid this guy's going to show up in my house and dump me. So, so he also has, in, yeah, I, I'm going to put it, it, put it in front of that really cherry KTM that we just shit all over. Just put it right in front of that. And then, and then we'll call it good. All right. All right. <laughs> so Sorry, other, you're, other you're than gonna that, put, wait, well, you're going to put this above that, that CR. It's it, as long as it's below or no, you know what? Nope. I, 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 I've changed my mind. This needs to go just in front of Big John's uh, CR450, <laughs> just just in front of that. And, and with that, and with that, Matt, I gotta I gotta sign off because the 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 TSA is gonna come and look for me got if it. I don't go get on this damn airplane. So hey, I want right. to thank everybody for joining us tonight. I I have no idea what Matt and Logan are gonna do when I uh, when I hang up, but uh, um, uh, hopefully I make it back in one piece. That I, I, I get delivered back to wherever I came from. So. Uh, um, hey, did you did you uh, you know thank Climb for helping us out? Thank DDC, uh, thank Taco Mike. Did you get his reads yet for his his I have not ads? His reads yet? No. Okay, so Taco Mike needs to get his reads in. So if you if you're a Taco Moto Co, like send him an email and say he's he's got to get his reads in and send the check. Yeah, the the check so that Logan can go back to school because the poor mm-hmm. child needs to be back in school and it's expensive for me to put him there. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, cool. For Trevor. See ya. Uh, all right. Jimmy and uh, we're, we're out of here. You guys take over and uh, keep, keep the show alive. We will. We will. All right. See you guys. Have a good flight. Okay, cool. So that was actually the first time we have ever done a zoom call on tech talk taco Tuesday. So hopefully it worked out for you guys. Uh, I thought it worked out kind of well. Yeah. We need, I, I think I need to improve my, uh, my hosting uh, skills personally. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think, I think I could have gone a little worse than it did. So don't have a whole lot more, but I, I do have a, a story to tell. As, it's, it's, called, it's also kind of an interrogation. That, that I have for, for Logan here. Cause you see when we, when we drove to the Alpine star gear intro, uh, I drove, I drove all the way out there and I got there almost like an hour and a half early because I was so excited and I misjudged, uh, the traffic, the, the time it would take to get there. Uh, but then we, we do, we do the gear, we do the gear intro. We ride a lot of really cool bikes, right? Yes. Some cool demo bikes. Yeah. Um, I didn't get to ride nearly as much as no, actually, no, I think we rode about the same amount. Jimmy got an extra lap. He yeah. got one more lap before us because he just left. He left us with the with the uh, ending the the stream while he went and rode. If, if you yeah. watched it or if you haven't seen it, uh, go check out the, uh, the that episode is actually up on YouTube right now. Yes, but the thing the thing is, you know, we dri- we start driving back that night, and uh, we didn't. It, it, it was getting pretty late, and uh, so I get tired. So Logan has to take over. Yeah. So Logan, this this is where it becomes an interrogation. My GPS, when I was getting tired and I had to 
switch off. It said that we were going to get into prompt at about 2 a.m., right? Yeah. Okay, okay. What time did we roll into prompt? Uh, 2.45-ish. Ish. Ish. Yeah, a little bit more, around like 3, 3 a.m. So where did that extra hour come uh, from? Uh, we both took a nap on the side of the room. <laughs> Oh wait! No. So, so so did we? So when I passed out, did 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 you pull over and then also take a nap? Because that would have been the smart that that was, that's the smart thing to do. But yeah, no, that didn't happen. But okay, it's could have been a good excuse. Okay, okay, okay. So um, that that leads me to my next question. Then um, I I I wasn't sleeping the whole time. I was dozing on and off. Yeah. What, what was the speed limit of the place that we were driving? Um, I think it was. 65? 65. Yeah. Okay, 65, maybe 55. So why is it I looked over and I saw the speedometer at 45? <laughs> I don't know. You don't know? <laughs> and and to, to, to further this point, what was passing us as we were going by Dumont Dunes? Uh... A semi going that way, maybe? No, a semi truck. So what woke me up was a semi truck was passing us as we were going by Dumont Dunes. We're driving in a 65 mile per hour speed limit. I look over at the speedometer. We're doing 45. So I think I know where that extra 45 minutes from when I from when you took over to pulling the prump. Well, after Shoshone, I was going like five to eight over. The whole way back, but okay. that was only for like twenty eight miles. Well, we, we we yeah, I mean it's it's fine if you don't want to speed, but <laughs> we were going twenty miles per hour under the speed limit. Yeah. So yeah, George, I agreed. It's better than one hundred and five, and I would rather him go. I would rather him go forty five than one hundred and five, especially because there's a second part to this rant because we were turning back into Pahrump, right? Yeah, yeah. Right, and, and, yeah. Obviously, it's dark at this point, but. Mm-hmm. You have a hard time uh, when you're turning. You have a hard time making sure you're in the right the right lane. Yeah. Yeah. I I got I, I feared for my life a couple times. Uh, it woke me right up because he was making a right turn, and we ended up rather than staying you know in the right lane, we turned into the left lane, almost went <laughs> off the side of the road. I think I asked you if you were okay at this point. At this point, yeah. I was I was genuinely concerned for him. Like it wasn't. I, I asked him multiple times if he was okay, but yeah. what, what was your response? Um, I don't know. Because I, 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 swore, I swore you had said something like, oh, yeah, I just have a hard time staying in the lane when I'm turning or something like that. You, you, made, you, yeah. you made it sound like this was a regular thing. Um, well, all I'm saying was that the road was lower than where we were at the start of the turn, so that I didn't know where the turn was. Okay. Well, first of all, I I had no clue where the turn was. I was I had the blinker on for about a mile, quarter mm-hmm. mile or so. So the blinker was on for that's a probably very a long time. Much. That's another thing. The <laughs> blinkers they'd be on for so long. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Yep. But so just didn't see it. So, wait, you, you didn't overshot. see you didn't see the lane? Uh, not really. I knew that it was over there. I knew I was going to hit road most of the time. <laughs> most of the time. You should but, be on the road 100% of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> Oops. 
But um, yeah, yeah, no, Dennis, we 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 are the riding instructors, but uh, we uh, ride dirt bikes, not cars. Logan is not the driving instructor. You did get good driving uh, advice from Jimmy the other day, though, when we were driving up to his cabin. That was good. The which part? Oh, when when you were when you were driving up there, yeah. Uh, like you were getting good when he was telling you how to what you were oh, doing. Yeah, that yeah, that yeah, was yeah. good. But um, anyway, yeah. So that doesn't have anything to do with motorcycles. It's just a story I thought I'd like to share to to embarrass Logan a little bit. Um, that's kind of like the last thing that I really have for this show. Uh, what about you, Logan? Um, uh, Alpine Stars gear stuff. What bikes we rode, maybe. Yeah. You had a really big liking of one bike. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did get to ride the, uh, I think it was a 21 uh, YZ250F, and that bike was, that was pretty fun. I, I really enjoyed it. I, I gelled with it, and it was my first time on the track in a couple of years. And I, I just, I, it's probably because it was the first time I had ridden a, a motocross bike on a motocross track in a long time, but I, I was I was singing the praises of Blue Crew the whole way home that <laughs> night. But Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I saw you on a couple bikes. Uh, only two. Only two? Yeah. Oh yeah, the Jimmy's YZ, which yeah. he says it's awesome. Yeah. What, what what do you what's your verdict on Jimmy's YZ? Um, it was better than sitting out on riding. It was, okay. It was better to ride it than just go sit. Than not to. But yeah. what, is it, it? Did you think that it was capable of like keeping of staying uh keeping Eli Eli Tomac behind him? Um, maybe with Jimmy on it, but not with me. Okay. Or, okay the rest of the public <laughs> the rest of the public yeah 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 oh no i don't know if i truly believe jimmy's story about holding eli tomac off but yeah <laughs> anyway um that's kind of everything for me yeah yeah cool so uh yeah thank you everyone for for bearing with us uh i know we're not the normal hosts we're not the dirt bike experts here but uh nope we we know one <laughs> yeah uh anyway uh yeah thank you very much i hope you guys all have a great night and uh, we'll see you out on the trails. Cheers. Taco Moto. So you've heard us talk about Taco Mike on the show. He's been a guest host a few times. Taco Moto Co., that's how you find him on the web, sells a lot of the kind of cool and unique tuning products that you need to get your emissions-compliant bike running up to snuff. So if you have questions, he has answers, and he can also sell you the stuff. So if we can't answer the question here which we hope we can. Maybe he can answer the question over there, and he can also sell you the parts that you might need to get your especially KTM or Husky dual sport bike uh, running like a champ. Anyways, it's tacomoto.co.